horridly eaten, so I may be covered in food. That's right. But, like, it's dark and orange, so... So no one can tell. Probably, no, it was, it was buffalo sauce, so... Oh, right, fair enough. Merging into the background. Uh, kind of. So I can't reveal it's illegal. I don't know. Oh, right. I don't know why I said kind of, because it was. <laughs> I just didn't want to agree with you, Steve. I was like, <laughs> no. No, I could have buffalo sauce with whatever I want. Uh, I used to have it on a burger, used to have it on chicken and mash. It was good. Yeah. Chicken and mash. Well, you, you were always a Frank's Red Hot person. I was. I, I didn't really do hot sauce a lot. I looked at, yeah, I loved a lot of hot sauce. Well, I worked um, with a lot of chefs and, like, yeah, a lot of their, like, Tabasco soup. I was like, oh, this is actually really nice. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, lots of big, big fan of the hot sauce. I like jalapeno but You're more about the coffee, you? Peanut. Jalapeno Tabasco. The green one. It's nice. Yeah. It's good, but it's not got like it's not got like a ton of spice to it. No. It's just tiny. It's, it's but it's just the same as like you know I imagine let's be it's just I like a lot of heat. It just takes a while for it to. It, it, if I eat something that there's people that say toothpaste is spicy, you know what I mean? What? It's like toothpaste. Really? Yeah, it was you know chicken korma or like you know, a dansak is like oh it's really hot. Chicken like, korma okay. doesn't have any spice in it, does it? No, but people are people, you know what I mean? So it's like uh, they just think, they have it in their minds that curry is spicy and the very idea of spice, they go, ah! Yeah. Freak out about Yeah. You know that p- potatoes come from Peru? All of them. Yep. Like, it's, where they, it's where they're from. As in where they originated from? Yeah. Before they invaded an island? Peru. Uh, apparently, yeah, they were too boring for the Portuguese when they took them, so they used them as house plants. Oh, look at my potato! <laughs> and then, uh, and then, yeah, like uh, it was just weird. I've watched a lot of uh, you know educational videos of like five minute long, like oh, do you know this? Like, oh, potatoes about, about potatoes. Pretty yeah, well, it's about natural stuff, but yeah, this was like uh, yeah, potatoes were revolutionary in that they prolonged the lifespan of the working class. Yeah, because they're very cheap and abundant. Well, like, they you were, can grow a shit ton of them but with very little effort. Well, they were, um, apart from in Ireland, they were very, like, uh, defended against famine. Yeah. It's so, like whenever there was a famine, they just, well, we still got potatoes. Yeah. So just, yeah, just stopped people from dying. And then Ireland had to go ruin it for everybody. <laughs> and the British. I think the British were somewhat responsible for potato famine. I think for, an Irish person once told me this, so I don't know how true it is. All right. But um, they killed Princess Diana. No, it was... Uh, it was... <laughs> she told me that, like, apparently it was, like, England imported all their potatoes from Ireland. And then Ireland had a famine. And Britain was like, yeah, you got a famine, but you're still going to give us our potatoes, right? Uh- and they're like, yeah, but... <laughs> But like, we've only got five. You owe us six, so just give us the potatoes. I think that's uh, apparently the story of <laughs> the wonderful story yeah. of the English role in the in the potato famine. I see, yeah. yeah, I I haven't I haven't heard. I don't really know anything about the potato famine. I don't understand a world where you can't grow potatoes. Like it's so well, it's easy. It's just disease. It's disease. Although so you need disease. Right. Okay. So they all got yeah. some weird kind of disease. Fair enough. Yeah. Like zombie potatoes. Yeah, they had to socially isolate the potatoes. Yeah, socially isolate them in England. Fancy them. All in. the healthy ones. Anyway, yeah, it's given to well, us. I know we got. Uh, I I heard today that we got uh, the Chinese addicted to opium. Well, like yeah, something because of the tea trade. Like I think. Yeah, and then yeah. we t- and then <laughs> we they they sank a load of our ships that had opium on them. We're like, no yeah. fuck off, stop doing it. So we went to war with them, yeah. like for the battering our opium ships. 
And then we we decided, like, we'll have Hong Kong. That's ours now. Yeah. And the guy (laughs) that decided, like, that made this, that that did this thing, this was a rule of, like, winning the war, said, 99 years, as though that time is never going to pass. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know, a bit. Can we have it for a bit? Yeah. Yeah. 99 years. Well, I'll be dead, so I don't have to deal with the consequences of it. (laughs) (laughs) I hate my grandkids. They could deal with it. (laughs) But yeah, the more you know, the more yeah. you know, learning, da, da, learning with Pulling Teeth Podcast. Episode, uh, this is uh, this episode 252, uh, Potatoes from Peru and uh, Opium Wars. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's, it's probably, oh, social media, do it if you want, we're not. Uh, we're on YouTube, <laughs> subscribe. Um, the, uh, the other Pulling uh, uh, it's weird, right, because we've got, we've got two channels technically, and we're still, like, advertising one of them, uh, the, the Clips one. Yeah. But, like, um, you just get, that's purely done by search engine optimization and search stuff. Yeah. So I'm not doing anything with it, but, like, you just get random comments on it. Like, one of them was, like, second comment on the video, LOL. You're like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just random messages from random people like this is weird, but okay. I mean, fine. This is just like this is weird. It's like having it's like adopting a baby internet and just putting it in the corner. And every now and then you get a notification that goes, "I've got another comment," and it's a comment about it being a comment. How meta? You're like, oh, okay, all yeah. right. <laughs> you go yeah. chill over there. Is, do, do, but, yeah. do you think they go back to check to see if anyone's replied? Has anyone replied to my second comment post yet? <laughs> To be, I'm guilty of that, to be fair. Like, whatever, uh, you know, um, ages ago, and I mean ages ago, I must have been, I think I was 23, like, so fucking hell, a decade ago, I wrote into Bill Burr's podcast. And um, every now I, and I then. I remember that one. Yeah, and yeah. it's been uploaded to YouTube, like, as clips. <laughs> so, like, and, it's been, but, and it was uploaded once, and I just came across it. It's like, oh, it's quite cool. And you read the comments, and you're like, in the comment, uh, the, my, my, uh, I was trying to be funny, and I was 23 and stupid, but it was all about, like, oh, you know, it's just, what's the point in life was kind of my basic message. And Bilbo was basically, basically said, eat a chicken salad and just fucking just do stuff. And yeah. all the comments were like, well, this guy's definitely dead. Like, this guy <laughs> killed himself the other day. And it's like, I just want to pop in one day and be like, um, Hi, I'm not dead. <laughs> and it keeps on popping. Like, people upload it every now and then because it comes up on his highlight video uh, podcast or whatever. Right. So like every now and then I pop in. I find it funny to read the comments about people just like... Because some of them are on my site because I make references that are intentionally vague. Yeah. That I was like, he'll get this because it's a very vague reference to his stand-up special. It's yeah. like, I don't understand this at all. People are like, he means this. <laughs> so rest in peace, my dude. I'm not dead. Did that, so, one, yeah, that is something about listening to Bill's stuff, though, is that, like, he's obviously, he's he's obviously, like, a smart guy, but yeah. he, he he misses references so much when he's reading through stuff and, like, doesn't get it. And you end, you end up kind of, like, screaming at it and being like, no, it's it's the it's the thing yeah, you were yeah. talking about last week! <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, if I was to say to you frustration, right, the game frustration, you'd be yeah. like, oh, no, there's def- we definitely did something with it. Okay, it was that one thing. We've made two videos in two years. Yeah. So it's like, he makes that. so much. He's, it, and it's one. not just like, oh, that was his special. It's like, well, there's years of stuff in there. He's probably going to miss something a little bit. Yeah. And then rec- that recording, maybe he didn't review very much. But yeah, yeah. I think, I, re- I reckon it's, fans of stuff usually spot things that people didn't necessarily intend or intentionalize. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
like people find fan theories of what's the fan this fan theories about films right terminator 2 is actually a pedophile hunting movie what? about two future pedophiles coming back in time to take john connor into a dark alley christ and they're fighting it over themselves somehow isn't it? fair enough I don't know whether that's what they definitely intentioned. No. But I, it, re it reads well. I mean, it, it comes out in the film. Yeah. I guess yeah. you could put that scope on it. Fueled by a child molestation. <laughs> <laughs> that's the secret fuel of the future when we run out of renewable energy. Uh, renewable energy is not going to renew anymore, and then we're going to have to go to molesting. <laughs> it's, like, it's like this is a weird turn. Society's going to be different. Yeah. <laughs> Go to a petrol station, there's a skunk tied to a pole that you have to molest in order to charge your car. <laughs> what? I've never met... <laughs> <laughs> Is that a reference I don't get? No, it's just, it's just my mind. The it's seashell just, method. Uh, just... <laughs> yeah. The four seashells. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know, I don't know about skunks. You Probably you can molest them. It's fair enough. Uh, and I'm all right. Uh, so yeah, 251, skunk molestation. Uh, how, 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 how are you, Steve? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. You're all right. Um, cut your head again? Oh, yeah, I saw that earlier. I don't know what that's come from. That happens every now and then. I wake up covered in blood sometimes. <laughs> I've noticed... Um, I've, I've, I didn't realise how kind of just treacherous walking is until I had to do it every day. It's like I'm going through like woodland and shit, like just right. fucking covered in like stinging nettles and thorns and just all all manner of weird shit. And you start like, putting clothes on. It, it makes would, it easier. It would help, but like it's first thing yeah. in the morning. There's not a lot of people warm. out, and it's warm, man. Yeah, it's a bit too warm, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, fair enough. Um, Calming stinging nettles. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Not a lot. Not a lot really going on. I taught a workshop this week. Oh my god! What? I, I know. <laughs> what did you teach? How to clean your whiteboard? <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> so like, what you want to do is you want to write down a load of objectives and then just go fuck themselves. All then, all, uh, yeah, fuck turn them your back until they go away. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> what did you teach it? Uh, it was, uh, it was um, stop motion animation to a bunch of kids. Have you done stop motion animation? No. <laughs> <laughs> Here's how I reckon you probably do, you know, morph... This fucking <laughs> go kids go. Yeah, they got what I was on about. <laughs> Fair, what? Who did they just ask? Steve, you got a camera? You ever done animation? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You gonna pay me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've done it. <laughs> Almost to someone like, oh, you know, I like, I like. Uh, I like animation. Like you like animation. I love animation. Pay me, and I'll sort out. <laughs> I'll show some you kind how of much I can lie about it for four yeah. hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What brought it about? Was it just like a? It was for somebody? A, it's for a company that I that I've already done like a shitload of work with, um, and they do they host like summer schools for kids, like right. shit to keep kids busy while their parents are still at work because when you're an adult you don't get summer holidays. Um, yeah. yeah. And um, they wanted to do some filmmaking style stuff, and like they 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 suggested stop motion. It was like, well, there's there's plenty of like apps and shit. So if you can give all the kids an iPad, then yeah, I can go through that and we can make some shit. It was good. It was good. Like we yeah. did it, but we did it like without models and just with with people. So I would just showed them like, well, you just move it like a bit at a time, and then um, got them all to make like fight scenes. It was decent. <laughs> 
punch each other in the face, but like do it slowly. Yeah. But you know, punch each other <laughs> in the face. Weird. That's what I'm teaching. There were, there were, uh, obviously, like uh, I'm not, I'm not a teacher or a tutor right. or anything. They have workshop, like they essentially but... have guest people from different places coming in and leading different kinds of workshops for these kids. Um, <laughs> but they had like um, you have no have no knowledge of it. Like, we, we brought someone in from Venezuela. <laughs> They're going to teach you CPR. Do you know CPR? No, no. Teach them. Teach them how to do it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. that's the, like a skunk on a petrol station. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I knew, I knew, I knew enough to to kind to, to make stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's, um, but uh, yeah, there's, there's kind of two tutors with you that like sort of shepherd the kids and look after them because I'm not like a carer in any way, shape, or form. Right. In that yeah. I don't care. Um, True. And um, when I was when I was explaining the fight scene stuff, which in fairness was their suggestion. Um, they were like, now, just, just don't. Hey kids. hey, kids, do you want to learn about stop motion? I'd rather punch you in the face. Funny you say that. <laughs> Two worlds combined. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, the, it was not the kid's suggestion. It was the, it was the company's suggestion. Oh, um, right. But, um, yeah, they, they were like, now, just, you're not, you're not actually hitting each other. Okay? Right. Jordan... Right. We're not actually hitting at each other. We're just <laughs> bit at a time. You can make it look like you're hitting each other, yeah. but by, by not hitting each other, Jordan. Now, I am filming this, and I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of blooper reels, so I put the biggest kids with the smallest kids. <laughs> <laughs> just go with it. Go with it. Jordan, Jordan, go with it. <laughs> kids love blooper reels, right? Yeah, punch him in the face. <laughs> Kick him in the throat. <laughs> yeah, but no, some of them turned out really well. Like they did, did a really good job. And I'm doing it for the next uh, for for the next sort of six weeks, I think. But like at different schools, so it'll be right. decent. Yeah. Fair play, fair play. Out there in the wild, yeah. teaching kids violence. Well, it's it's a worthy cause. It's good because it, it's something not to, not the teaching kids violence bit, but the actual kind of like tutoring thing was always something I was like kind of interesting to see if I could do to see if like to see if I'd enjoy it but also to kind of do in my own time like I'd like to start up like filmmaking kit clubs and sort of like teach kids how to kind of go out and tell stories and do all the shit that we always say we're going to do yeah instead of instead of you doing it li yeah. li live your dreams through other people vicariously those who that's, can't that's the... do teach yeah oh, the teachers that's are great what, um, yeah great. a relative of yours said that to me once <laughs> A, rel a relative of mine said that to somebody whose biggest dream in life was to be a teacher. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, it's an original person. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, no, teachers are awesome. Teachers are great. It's just, it's, it is strange how... Um, Good well, teachers are awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, like, they introduced... Shortly after I finished uni, um, there was, like, suddenly this... Is it a PGCE? Mm. Or some kind of qualification that became, I think, like, mandatory to be a teacher in, yeah. like, secondary schools, maybe? Maybe primary as well? Yeah. And it kind of, like... Yeah, I don't know whether that was a positive, but th there was a lot of people who were teachers because they couldn't be asked to do anything else. And mm. there were some people who were teachers who were just, like, awesome. I want to, yeah, impart. Yeah, who, like, genuinely change people's lives, like, yeah. in terms of in terms of not even by doing anything incredible mm. like i was just like i i, I had uh, some cool relationships with a lot of teachers and like yeah very inspirational from a lot of them but most of them were just people treating me like a human being yeah and i was just like this is an odd sensation for me 
Yeah. This is nice. Let's, <laughs> the world is full of humans. Let's be people. Let's yeah. be people. It's a, yeah, so it's a no, it's a good, pro uh, yeah, well, obviously you're not, but like, uh, it's a noble profession for noble people and Steve. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely something I, th like, I, I mean, I'll see how the next sort of six weeks go, but I think it is something that I'd like to kind of add to my wheelhouse. Yeah, I remember <laughs> there was, uh, there was one teacher that came to my primary school who played a game called, I think it was called Islands, and it was just, he puts the gym mats on the floor and it's basically like stuck in the mud and then you, you calls out something and then you go jump on an island. Right. And I was really resentful of every single other teacher that didn't play islands. <laughs> and I was just like, look, are we, play, are we playing islands or not? They're like, no, I don't even know what that is. They're like, you're not a teacher. <laughs> How are you going to teach? How am I going to learn without gym mats? <laughs> Can't learn without, you know, self-isolation. <laughs> Get me away. Put me on this island. Let me do something. Yeah. So that well, sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. Kids are kids are interesting. Kids are fun. Kids yeah, are, I'm I definitely warming to them yeah. as time goes on. Although there was a weird, like I, I and I like how oh, yeah. unfiltered they are. Oh yeah. Like I I went um I, I was going on a walk this afternoon and I, I like it was like bucketing down with rain but I got into this like little woodland bit for shelter just uh, with the dog and this woman and her kid came past and the dog like started bounding up to him because he fucking loves kids, um and um. So, like, we went up to him and was like, oh, it's an opportunity to kind of, like, make sure he's all right with kids to use somebody else's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was great. Let's see how this goes. I'm, yeah. I'm making a... I'm filming all of this because I do love a blooper reel. Uh, so if you wouldn't mind... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go and cut. Love um, bloopers. <laughs> um... And, um, like, the kid was, like, messing with the dog and, like, and it got, it got, it got a little bit more like kid like like you know hands all over the face and all of that dog didn't give a fuck he was fine um mm. but at some point he looked like he 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 was with the dog and then he suddenly looked up at me and he was like you've got no hair and like and he's like so you so you bit the kid the, yeah <laughs> you launch into attack <laughs> <laughs> and he's yeah. and his <laughs> his mum was just like what have i told you about pointing and saying things. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> it gets us nowhere. It gets me in trouble. Don't point. Don't say. <laughs> no, I've always, uh, I've always, uh, I've always. Yeah, I've, I've, I'm one of those silly people, silly around kids kind of people. Mm. And it, maybe it's because I had, a, I've got a younger brother, but I think it's also just because I had cool uncles. Yeah. Like, it was just like, you know, I was around a lot of adults who were kind of silly around kids. So it was always fun to piss around with kids because they're silly by nature. Yeah. Be silly. Yeah. Or they, uh, oh, you attack them with your dog, whichever yeah. one you're in the mood for. Yeah. It's always yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. It worked well. Oh, yeah. It well. Good. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, let's pop on some news. Some bits of news. Oh, I haven't got these in an order, but maybe, uh, maybe they'll work out all right. A firefighter was found dead in the bathroom window of a hotel in Mexico this week. Oh. In the window? Yeah, in the window. Just like just dead. Yeah, just dead. <laughs> <laughs> Why? See, I don't know. Prosecutors in the Mexican state of Quintana Roo. Quintana Roo. It's a great name for a place. Yeah. Launched an investigation into the circumstances that led to the man's death on Thursday. They found no signs of violence. The window wasn't violent. Indicating it could have been an accident. It was an accidental window. Oh. Uh, Elijah Snow, who was a firefighter in Arlington for that eight years... That sounds like a made-up name. Elijah Snow. 
who's born from the window dimension, traveled to the popular tourist destination with his wife. Oh, yeah, this is why. To celebrate their wedding anniversary. So just be careful <laughs> about windows. Yeah. Where, you get, My, where, where was it? Uh, Mexico. Yeah. Where Quintana you get Mexico? Oh, oh, watch oh, the windows in Mexico. Windows. The windows? Yeah. I'd heard about, like, the, the mafia and the drug lords and all. No, no, Wind no. The, windows. Gaps in the walls. Yeah. yeah. See-through yeah. gaps. Uh, Snow and his wife had been drinking at a bar late in the night. She decided to go back to their room, but Snow stayed behind. It's and our then... wedding anniversary. I'm staying here. I'm having a drink and you can fuck off. <laughs> Happy anniversary to me. Uh, according to the news station, his wife then woke up at 4am, realised he wasn't there and started searching for him. Uh, Mexican authorities said Snow died of mechanical asphyxiation. He choked oh, on a window. He got stuck after... <laughs> climbing through a window. <laughs> yeah. After getting trapped, crawling into the bathroom window of a hotel located in Benito Juarez, which is a, basically they're saying it's a different hotel than the one him and his wife were staying at. Uh, Snow's remains were returned to Texas from Cancun on Friday, just in time for his funeral. Oh, well, oh it's, a, it's good. It's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, just, just, just FedEx him to us, would you? Don't want to be late for your own funeral. No. You know what I mean? No. No. We've got the box. But yeah, so it's wedding <laughs> Either like, they, it's unclear. They're saying it's unclear what happened. Like, was he visiting a different hotel via a window? Or did he just like leave the hotel it's bar, a bathroom window, get disorientated? So. Yeah. Yeah. But, and but then just think, think oh, I know, was, I'll this climb hotel. through a window. Well, like he's probably, maybe he went out for a burger, right? I, I imagine, and then came back and then was like, this is my hotel, right? And it wasn't, and they wouldn't let him in, so he tried to climb in and then choked uh, on the window. Right. <laughs> I, I bet it's the optimistic approach. Optimistically, he died choking on a window that he thought was his own bathroom. Yeah. So, but yeah, his, this, his funeral was on time. It's good. Christ. In other news, an influencer has quit TikTok after his home caught fire in an arson attack. Oh, Vic's told me about that because I think it's someone that she follows. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Is it like a family oh. thing? Yeah, my family's on fire. Well, they're just, yeah. I mean, I, I, if they're not doing anything wrong, like, I, say what you will about influencers and whatever, that whole culture is a bit weird. But if they're not doing yeah. anything wrong, don't set their house on fire. Oh, sure. But I just, you know, why couldn't they just react to it in a influencer way? Like watch it on YouTube or something yeah. and be like, oh, this is my reaction to my own house <laughs> going my down. House burning down. <laughs> <laughs> is this is my kid's reaction to realizing yeah. their hamster's dead. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is Christmas on fire. This uh, is kind of yeah. what happens. But like, yeah, it's, I mean. A whole series about getting a new house or rebuilding the old one. There's a lot of ideas there. Yeah, you could definitely go with that, right? I mean, I, I think it's weird. I, well, I think I, I think it's I think influencers are weird anyway. Influencer families are even more insane to me because, like, yeah, it's one, it's like you're forcing your children in on it, and they're all so PG thirteen and so broad. Yeah, that it's kind of insane. I mean, I I had the closest. I had what could be interpreted as an ador as oh that is adorable moment this week first in my life mm. but it wasn't it was the so if you were to look at it from somebody <laughs> you did with the house down oh. <laughs> <laughs> but like last week i said uh, my dog got really bad heat stroke because of the heat wave and oh, yeah. um, since then she's now like best friends with the fan 
Oh right. And like, because like, I've got I've got this big fan. I don't know if I can show it on the camera, but yeah, it's a big fan. Can you oh see that? yeah, yeah, the industrial little... sip floor fan thing. Yeah, I just got one of those years ago, and yeah. that's what I use. And um, so that's what I used for honey. So like, whenever she whenever she was overheating, I soak her, um, a, you know, soak her with a hose, soak her with a towel on top and beneath, and then a fan. And now she's just got this weird relationship with the fan, but it's it's more of a bro relationship. She's like. Right, what's going on? How are you? How are you? How are you, bro? You right? Yeah, good. Do you need anything? No, you're right. Cool. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm going to the kitchen to yeah, uh, Go to the kitchen. going to bark at, bark, bark at a robin for a little bit. You right? <laughs> just want to check. But it's weird. It's, it's, it's just that nice little... She obviously knows that that's something that she would like to protect because yeah. it looked out for her one day. <laughs> Doesn't get... I mean, she gets that I looked after her, but she also gets that the fans also partially responsible. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so she has that kind of semi-adult... That, that, you know... If I had an adorable gland, maybe I would find that sweet. <laughs> Can't even say. It. But um, that's uh, it's more more of a you know that baby's a legend kind of feeling. Yeah. And um, I think that that's what these influencers basically do all the time is just try and make everything as sweet and vague and empty as possible. Yeah. Whilst trying to make it cool. So it's yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say I'm glad that they burnt down, but you know it's kind of it makes them more interesting as characters. I'm more invested in their character now. Mm. because they've they've gone through something. They've learned. They've evolved, right? Um, in a video posted on the Smithy family's Facebook page, they told followers they're going to take some time to fix themselves. Uh, we're going to take a break because, you know, our whole existence just burnt to the ground. Yeah. Yeah, I've got no... Uh, I've Taking a break. I've got nothing to make <laughs> videos with, so I guess I'm just not going to make videos <laughs> anymore. Well, this is, she said, uh, uh, Mr. Smith said, I'm sorry it's come to this, but we need to, time for our family to decide if and how we move to forward with social media. This past week, I've tried filming. I've tried getting in the spirit of it, but at the minute the happy bit has gone, it's been taken away. <laughs> so he's tried to do like some, I, I, I have no idea who these people are. Yeah. I imagine like they play hide and seek, right? I imagine yeah. that's one of the videos they that did. I tried to play hide and seek with my family. But then the Vietnam PTSD of my yeah. house burning to the ground yeah. just kind of ruins the mood. <laughs> yeah. like, nah, just and I need to stop it, crying in front of my children. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I need to stop thinking about how I'm going to get out of this horrendous debt because apparently it was an act of God because oh. apparently my lawyers think I'm the devil. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I just make videos. <laughs> He added, it's not fun for my family anymore. <laughs> well, of course it is. Because your kids think, I make these videos. I play hide and seek with my dad and someone burns my house down. Yeah. I <laughs> I made videos until my house died. <laughs> Just, well, there's consequences. Yeah. To, I, like, I don't understand these, but apparently there's consequences. The Met Police has urged, and this is important, okay, it's very important. The Met Police has urged people not to carry out their own investigations into the arson attack. <laughs> So Steve, if you're if you're planning on carrying out some kind of police investigation into the arson of this family, just stop doing it. Right? Well, that's ruined my week. Yeah, I've got loads of plans. I've to ordered an oversized magnifying glass and one of those pipes that blows bubbles. <laughs> Apparently, it was just two people. I can't remember. What I, uh, it was listed, but it wasn't funny or interesting. I think like two people just like set fire to his car or something, and then it blew up. It's or hilarious. Something. Or just two people set fire to it. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the. I, I think that what's what I'm more interested in that. I would I would check out that family if they then made TikToks afterwards, like trying to. Oh shit! Did you? I had an amazing moment podcast wise this week. All I don't right. know if you picked up on it, right? Okay. Do you remember 
a while ago, we covered a story about a woman getting crushed by a sofa thrown from a roof. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. I saw she that too. She liked her video. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, that was my, that was my moment. It's like, oh my God, that's brilliant. Not only does she found us randomly, but she's, because like, I think her name was in the SEO search terms for the video, but not like the Facebook post. Yeah. But she liked it. And I was like, oh, so not only has she randomly come across us, she finds it funny. But I'm very sad to announce that it's a completely different person with the same name oh. who's just promoting, you know, she's an inf- she wants to be an influencer and she found it. So well, I, I would have, my life would have been, so, my life would have been 10% better knowing that the woman who was crushed by the sofa had the same sense of humor about it that we did. Yeah. Which, because I genuinely believed it. So I looked at the video, I was like, oh my God, like, is, did we take the piss or whatever? No, no, we found it funny about how unfortunate the situation was for her. So we were quite like, yeah, she was outside having a fag and then was compressed by a sofa. Like, it's a bit harsh, right? So it was like, oh, I was really excited. And then it kind of died. But yeah, it was a moment of like, oh my God, this is brilliant. So if you were that woman and you had a sense of humor about it, like your profile picture would be of like a sofa, right? Yeah. Yeah, it would be of, you know, something. Sofa with, like, arms and legs sticking out of and under it and stuff. It would be, you know, remember The Simpsons always had that intro where they ran to the sofa yeah. and then they alternated it. One of them was The Simpsons being the sofa and all these sofas coming and crushing them. <laughs> that would have been her profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was, uh, it was a moment of, uh, of brief, intense brilliance followed by, oh, you're just trying to like it because you found your name in our YouTube search. Yeah. Screw you, fake influencer, whoever you are. In other news, oh, mm. we spoke before about um, uh, a woman who was disqualified from the Olympics because she ate a burrito. The, yes, the pork burrito Olympi- woman thing. Yeah, yeah. pork burrito. Um, like, it's not necessarily related to that, but I found it interesting. We talked about how you work your whole life in, as an athlete in the Olympics for like one moment and yeah. it's like for, for that competition. And there's, and I, I haven't looked at any of the context of this. I just find it funny. Uh, an Algerian judo competitor has resigned from the Tokyo Olympics rather than fight his Israeli opponent. So like he's worked his whole, this Algerian judo athlete has trained his whole life to fight people Mm. And then when it comes to fighting somebody who is Israeli, he's like, no, I'm abandoning my dreams. <laughs> That's so strange. Is it, is it, it's I, happened twice. This in, uh, uh, apparently there's an Olympics going on. I didn't know. But there's an Olympics going on. And um, yeah, t- the two judos have just, uh, two judo people have resigned rather than fight Israel. <laughs> what? Why? I can't remember. Let's see if this is explained. Something it was stupid the second and political. Maybe it's probably some kind of... Oh, I think it's, a, it's probably a Palestine-Israeli thing as well. Yeah. It was the second time in two years that ninth-ranked Fethi Nureen withdrew from a major competition. The second time in two years that this guy's just resigned. So he's just he's gone in and hope, like hoping that someone would knock this oh. guy out. Oh, maybe. It's the second time in two years that he's withdrawn rather than fight this specific guy. Oh. The specific Israeli competitor. Noreen and his coach, Amma Beneklef, told Algerian media that they were boycotting they were boycotting Butbul to support the Palestinians. Yeah. Oh, My position of the Palestine issue is firm. I will not recognize the Israeli flag and I will not get my hands dirty with it. He added, We were not lucky with the draw. So yeah, he was hoping not to get 
put together with this person in the tree thing for I'm the Olympics. I'm not going to pretend to understand that whole thing, but it's not that guy that did it. You're being pathetic. Well, it's, well, it's just, it's just, if you want to be an athlete and you want gold, don't practice giving up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Beat yeah. the shit out of him. <laughs> Destroy well, him. Prove to him. Prove to the world is, you're like, better than him. In, in, the, in that argument, it's like saying, like, I will not, I will not fight Nazis because I don't condone Nazis being a part of the competition. It's like, these people aren't Nazis. You can have a problem with the country, but these yeah. people are just people in that country. Like, you're being yeah. an idiot. But it's just, it's just, it's just, it's such the attitude of giving up that I just don't understand when it comes to professional athletes and the Olympics. Yeah. And be like, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try and get gold in this example. Why not? You're not an athlete. What are you doing? Yeah. That's probably a harsh statement, right? Of course there's an Olympics going, because there was that volleyball that, you know, won but lost because they weren't wearing bikinis. Oh, yeah, because their shorts weren't <laughs> short enough or some shit. You're fine. <laughs> Why? We can't see your ass. Okay. That's the whole point <laughs> in volleyball. Well, it's, it's the same with tennis and so many stupid sports where it's just like these rules that were made, you know, I know. I don't know how long volleyball's been around, but I imagine since about 500 BC. So <laughs> I imagine... <laughs> volleyball before Christ, that's the phrase, isn't it? Yeah. Christ played volleyball. He went to volleyball tournaments. He was. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's why they switched to the short shorts, because he was always tripping over his robes. Yeah. <laughs> Volleyball's such a weird sport. Like, it, of course it didn't exist in 500 BC, but ice skating could have. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. hockey could have, football could have, but volleyball, no. Volleyball did not exist in 500 BC. Hockey. Well, no, just no. Yeah. Even if it was, like, completely male, it still wouldn't exist. It's too it's too joyous a sport. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep our hopes in the air. <laughs> no, your children are dead. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so, yeah, people, Algeria keeps, keeps on losing to Israel by default because they keep on not wanting to fight because of the fighting. Oh, well, fuck Algeria, Thanks. I guess. Yeah, uh, we've got an Israeli opponent, and that's why we had to retire. The coach said we made the right decision. Did you? No, you didn't. No. Maybe it's a political statement. It's I a mean, stupid like, one. Just do. I mean, just do what the volleyball team did, right? Just do it, but do it your way. Yeah. Don't be like, well, I'm not going to compete because I don't want to wear a bikini. But like, yeah. no, I'm going to compete without a bikini. Just, I'm going to destroy you. He's not even Palestinian. <laughs> I think Algeria's maybe you know something. They've got. Uh, I remember. Being a bit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm completely making that up, but I think it's funny to make Algeria some kind of secret villain. Uh, in other news, oh yeah, uh, a, a driver convulsed in his car in a couple's front yard. Oh. The owners of the home in Florida started yelling at a lawn worker, worker who rushed to the man's aid, telling him to get that man out of here, have him die somewhere else. Yeah, I got that one. <laughs> Not, not on my lawn, okay? <laughs> Just have him die over there. So, uh, yeah, according to the sheriff's office, the lawn worker, worker identified in the post as Tony. <laughs> I'm Tony, mate. Was walking to work on Monday when he saw the driver having a seizure in his car. He ran to the vehicle and stopped it from rolling down a hill. Legend, Tony is. Yeah. Uh, the convulsing driver wasn't in great shape when Tony got to him, according to the sheriff's office. The car's windows were up and the doors were locked. It goes without so saying, Tony, he was having a seizure. 
Yeah, well, like, you know, it wasn't like he could reach in, is what they're saying. I guess, yeah. you know, he's, he, maybe it's hot. He's getting warm. Seizure yeah. and warm isn't great. Not great. So, yeah, Tony uh, stopped the car from rolling down the hill, was screaming in the wind to try and wake the guy up, and then screaming for help and begging for people to help. Luckily, if, you know, the homeowners came out and told them to get off our lawn. <laughs> Stop it. Get off the lawn. Go and die just, somewhere uh, else. Yeah. <laughs> have him die somewhere else. Just go, go along and have him die in the neighbour's yard. I can't. They're, they're, they're a bit too ethnic for our area anyway. It would be great for them to have a death on their heads. <laughs> I can't imagine being those people. Like, what? Why, does, why is that what you think? Why? Well, yeah, I mean, just... just I mean, what the phrases you go through, like... Like, if he's fucked up your lawn, the I'm sure attention. they'll sort it out. Is that really less... Is that really more important than this <clears> guy... The only thing, right, maybe they're trying to sell their house and they have to declare that some guy had a seizure on their lawn if they're selling it. Like, you can't sell a haunted house. It, oh, their right, lawn gives people it. seizures. Yeah, it's haunted by a Like car. that old Japanese cartoon. <laughs> Wasn't that just... What was the one that gave... There was loads of Japanese cartoons that gave kids seizures, weren't there? Yeah, that's why everyone has to put those, Transformers. Like, warning, flashing images. Shit, before everything now. Yeah. Fucking... Stupid people with their diseases. I thought I was having one earlier on. It turns out it was just lightning. I didn't realise. You thought you were having a seizure and you were actually lightning. No, I I was feeling really weird. Like while I was walking through the woods and all that rain was coming down and it was just yeah. like, I, I just kept seeing like, I don't know, my vision kept going really fucking weird and it was just starting to make everything weird. And then I realised like, it's quite a light day. Like it was, it was, it was quite light clouds. It wasn't dark. But mm. there was lightning going on while there was a shit ton of rain. So everything just kept going a, a little bit lighter every now and again. <laughs> like just these <laughs> like barely conceivable flashes. And it was just freaking me out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm having a seizure? Okay. Yeah. See how it goes. See what happens. Um, but yeah, like, you know, maybe they, yeah, maybe they don't want a haunted lawn. I mean, but just... I love a haunted like, lawn. What's your, what's your, what's the deal? Like what's, yeah, I can't think of any situation where you would just go and help or call somebody. Literally, I mean, who's saying they said it? But enough, they must have said, "Have him die somewhere else." For that yeah. that's not like a quote you just bring off. Well, I don't know, but yeah, it seems very specific. Yeah. Uh, but oh yeah, Tony then recognised the driver, remembered where he lived, and ran to his house. Yeah. <laughs> to grab his wife. Legend. Tony's a legend. Guy, it's kind yeah. of a hero. Guys, all, all, all about Tony. The grateful man and his wife later found Tony and gave him a hug. I don't know whether Tony wanted the hug. It's just part of the note. Ah. So don't do that. And lastly, from me, lawyers in Germany are wrangling over how to deal with a pensioner who's got a tank in his basement. A full tank? Full tank. Panther or a tiger. There's a panther tank, I think. How'd you get it down uh, there? At, well, you know, just ingenuity. Also, why are you worried? You can't get it out. He got it out. <laughs> what? No, he's just got it. He must have, maybe it was like an underground car park basement. Oh, must right. Be. Yeah. So he's got, he also got an anti-aircraft gun and a torpedo. So, so he's not, he's not up to anything. Guy. It's just, no, it's just <laughs> no, my just, belongings. Just collecting stuff. It's an investment. I thought, yeah, the items were removed from a house in the northern town of Heikendorf in 2015 with the help of the army. Prosecutors and defence lawyers are now negotiating possible penalties, including a suspended sentence and a fine of up to half a million euros. Fucking hell, would you not just don't be like... have a just, tank. Yeah, just sell it and give me the money. But, like, don't fucking take well, it and then sue me. 
Well, isn't it? It's illegal to own Nazi memorabilia, I think. And I guess it Nazi not... shit? It, well, it's a panther tank. I don't know what a panther tank is. <laughs> this is, a, this is a, a tank used by the Nazis you, in World War II. Yeah, but you, I don't play war games yeah, yeah. and all that shit. Like, I've got oh, no idea. I just watched lots of films in the 80s, is what it is. Oh, like, oh, my God, the panther's coming. Oh, Band of Brothers. You watch Band of Brothers? No. No, of course you haven't. I should, but no. You should. No, uh, but uh, but yeah, so he's got like a you know, Nazi tank in his basement. Uh, according to his US to his lawyer, a US museum is interested in purchasing the tank. We'll buy that tank. <laughs> <laughs> Just loads of people are now bidding for his torpedoes, anti-aircraft guns, and tanks. I hear you've got a tank. We'll uh, take it. A Nazi we'll it. tank. <laughs> yeah, we we we'd love it if you wouldn't yeah. mind. Yeah, there was, ship um, it over FedEx. Yeah, the lawyer also said that a number of German collectors had approached the defendant about, about other items, which included assault rifles and pistols. So yeah. he just got, he's just got an, an, a bunker, an army base under yeah. his house. <laughs> but yeah, just uh, it's always awkward, isn't it? Um, I did have another um, article, but I haven't got the notes for it. But it was really interesting. I wanted to talk about it. Let me have a okay. quick. Let me have a quick look. It was basically. Um, a guy got um, accused of. Oh, I've got the I've got the whole article here. Maybe I didn't make notes in it. Um, I'll 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 brief through it because I managed to read it earlier. In Fort Lauderdale, a baby babysitter Terry McCurchy got a light sentence 36 years ago after pleading no contest to attempted murder of a five-month-year-old baby by shaking it no so contest. severely. Is that a plea? No I thought it was I guilty guess... or not guilty. No contest. Well, think... Disqualified. <laughs> Fined. <laughs> oh, he died somewhere else. No, I think uh, he pleaded no contest guilty. So I think I think he's basically pleading guilty, I think is what they're basically saying, right. uh, for shaking his five-month-old baby so severely that he suffered brain damage, which he served weekends in jail for three months and three years for. But now he's facing a possible life sentence because that baby has now died at the age of 35. Okay. So, like, he was sentenced 35 years ago. Mm. He served his sentence. 35 years later, I think they're basically discovering that, you know, the um, injuries sustained by him at the time were more, more, even more severe, and he died because of it. So now they're just <laughs> trying to, like, I don't know, put him and give him a life sentence instead? I don't, th I don't think that's How does that work? I don't think that's how ethical. Does that, no, how does that work? You've charged him. Yeah. What's the, I mean, maybe I, I don't know what a retrial, what the grounds are for a retrial. But like, if it's thirty-five years ago and it was, he pleaded guilty. He was yeah. like, "Yes, that was me," and they sentenced him. And you know, it's a, uh, it's a different yeah, thing if they worked. found out that he'd shaken more babies. But it's still yeah. just this same. Nah, I I don't think that's ethical. If you've yeah. decided that he, if you if he's if he's guilty and he's admitted guilt and you've decided what the sentence is and he's done it then that's it like you can't then yeah. be like well we actually well, want more more more, yeah, more. Oliver Twist don't ask for more yeah yeah no and like if works. anything it's your fault for not for not giving him more in the first place I think they're, and they're saying that like um, evidence and like forensics have improved over 35 years so they know more now Right, so they but it's can still give the same person. He yeah, still he's, said he was it's, guilty. Like it's just weird because you can't, you know, it's the same with everything. There needs to be a like it was done and dealt with then 
and it's over. Now we need. Now we have to put it past us to move on. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd always go around in circles on uh, on loads of stuff, right? Like if you owe someone thirty grand, and you'd be like, oh, "Okay, fair enough. Here's thirty grand," and then they come back and they're like, "Actually, it's forty. Yeah, well, you'd, you'd, just, you'd end up going in circles yeah. forever. You'd be like, "Well, this doesn't work." But yeah, yeah so that, that was weird. I'll, I'll look into it a little bit more because it does look very serious. But I just found that fact interesting that he's already been. He pleaded guilty. They sentenced him, and now they want to send him to him again. Yeah. Can we can we put you in prison again? Mm, no. No. Please, please. <laughs> no, no, thank you. I don't want to go to prison again. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, it was a, it was a, it was a woman called Terry. Apparently, yeah. Terry McCurch. But yeah, that's about uh, You don't have to be very big to shake a baby. That's true. Um, all right. Manly. Well, I had three things. I've got two because the Florida lawn work has gone. Um, cool. uh, Olympics officials in Tokyo have stated that they are confident that they can keep their swimmers clear of sewage, which is good. Watch out. That's the, yeah. <laughs> that's the kind of confidence that I want when I'm about to... <laughs> <laughs> we're we're almost that, certain... That? There's no sewage. Just less sewage in the air. I think, like, wasn't it like Beijing that had green swimming pools? Oh, it was they Rio. Didn't really yeah, why? like they, they filled all the pools up and then the, de- the next day they were green. Like, <laughs> like uh, sewage? Could be sewage? <laughs> no. But we promise less sewage. It's definitely water. Definitely or water. water and something yeah. else, something and, green. And the, yeah, and the, it was some like weird reaction, weird algae reaction or some shit like that. But it's like, yeah. well, if there was chlorine in there, there wouldn't be any algae. They've evolved past chlorine now. Yeah. So we have these are these are Olympic algae. Yeah, we have special algae in Rio. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Olympic officials are confident that their anti pollution measures will prevent an expected tropical storm from triggering of a sewage. surge of sewage into the waters of Tokyo Bay just in time for next week's triathlon events. Oh, <laughs> We've don't worry. We are, we weren't worried about a tsunami of sewage, yeah. but we're pretty sure <laughs> yeah. it's fine. Please yeah. continue to come to the Olympics. We've built an industrial sieve, which is essentially what it is that they've done. They right. they they piled up, tw- I think it's twenty two thousand tons of sand, and then put like this triple layer of mesh sieve thing there to stop a tsunami of shit. and almost an olympic size tsunami of probably a gold winning tsunami of shit (laughs) yeah but nevertheless you know it's not that popular we don't want to uh we don't want to encourage shit tsunamis as an olympic sport yeah (laughs) i mean they're swimmers i'm sure they'll be fine they'll be used to it away from it yeah i mean like they're from all over the world they're they're not going to come from like pristine clean waters are they there'll be be some (laughs) from some proper shitholes uh, give, giving them the advantage. Maybe this is some kind of yeah. massive Marvel spin-off film <laughs> in the making. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in gold, the sludge. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, an, an Olympic event, regardless. Yeah, uh, there have been there have long been concerns over the cleanliness of the area's water, which will also host a marathon, uh, host the marathon swimming events and para triathlon uh, mm. that was cancelled. Uh, two years ago, because of a because de- of dangerous levels of E. coli detected, so <laughs> <laughs> always ruins everything. Yeah. Fucking so too much E. coli yeah. on this marathon route. It's a it's a swimming event for people with disabilities, and now E. coli, <laughs> <laughs> and now decomposing organs, yeah, or whatever E. coli ah, does. I can't what's remember. the worst? <laughs> I, the, 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 I can't, it's, 
That's horrific. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking seizure people. Yeah. Epileptics, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, and lastly, from me, um, oh, yeah. uh, a man in Singapore has been jailed for throwing his daughter at police while trying to flee. <laughs> what a legend! <laughs> what a legend! <laughs> How old's the daughter? Do you know? Is she twenty six? Uh, <laughs> no, got a great <laughs> a baby. Oh, okay. that's not as impressive then. No. I love to like throw a middle aged woman at police. <laughs> but we've only just reunited. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, daddy's got to go. Yeah. <laughs> throw like a javelin. No, fuck it. Throw like a discus. <laughs> <laughs> but dad, I thought we were getting along so well. We <laughs> were. <laughs> oh, but dad discused me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Weird ass sport. I was quite good at it though. I, I was quite. I was good at the throwing sports. As yeah, a kid, I, did, I, did a I was. Of, I was all right at shot. Sports. I didn't have a lot of power, but like discus was more about technique. And I, I went to county for that. I didn't do very well, but it was still like went to county like a fair. No, did you not do like county athletics and stuff where you were? Nah, no, nah. no. We're all winners. It's fair enough. We just, we just won or lost here, and then we just didn't leave. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's uh, probably quite a large. Sorry, it's quite a, quite, a, quite a large part of my childhood. Actually, is being quite sporty, but also not being like very jockey at all. Yeah, no, I. Like, I think maybe like... that created a bit of a, a duo dynamicy stuff, because like people wanted me to play rugby because I played American football and didn't see the the link. <laughs> so I was like, well, I, no, I can't really be asked. So I was friends with like some of the nerdiest people. We just played Warhammer, and then they'd be like, "Do you want to play rugby?" It's like, no, nah, we just pretend. Yeah. And then on the last day, I decided to actually try and just destroyed everybody. Like, oh, <laughs> winning feels good. Yeah, I've got this. Luckily, I've got this, I've got this uh, feeling at the age of 16 or whenever we stopped doing sports. Yeah. And not when I was like 12. And I was like, I'm the best. But no, nah, I'm sorry. I did, that I was the only good. few things. I liked athletics, like, because there was a variety of shit you could do. And I liked uh, and rugby. I was pretty good at that because it's just running and smashing into people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the throwing thing was uh, throwing the tennis ball was my primary school gold, uh, and then yeah, throwing shit at school at people was probably the other. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of random javelins and shit. Oh, long jump as well. Apparently, I can't remember why. Yeah, it was long Cricket. jump, and uh, I I was better at high jump. I think I yeah. did high jump all right. They do the Fosbury flop. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, it's such a roll of the dice, isn't it? Because I reckon sports are great, but they really are specific about who you actually do them with. Yeah. And because as a kid, you have no choice. You could be around just truly horrible people mm. and just you have a completely different experience of the whole sport than somebody else. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Such a roll of the dice. Yeah. No, I didn't have... I, I played on the rugby team at school for a bit and I didn't have any connection to anyone in that team. Because, yeah. like, like you say, like they were all like the jock popular sort of types and I was just like oh, I want to go over there in the corner and listen to metal that's alright yeah if you don't mind yeah you put on my jumper is that right yeah <laughs> I don't know why a jumper just feels really metal <laughs> <laughs> it's like a hoodie 
Oh, always wearing hoodies. Yeah. Did you have that? Ch- did, did you go through a hoodie phase? Let's say a hoodie phase. Did you wear band hoodies as a kid? Um, no, I Music was never band. really a hoodie person. I, was, I wore a lot of band t-shirts, um, but it was never like a it was never a hoodie person. Loads of my friends were. I did the band t-shirts and the baggy jeans, and then those stupid uh, chains that like oh, you, yeah, like wallet chains. Yeah, yeah. Keychains. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I had loads of talks with people. That's weird. There's not that many metal people. Is, is there many metal people in your family? Or have there been? No. No. I, That's I, weird, well, isn't it? I, it's... They... I don't know what you... I don't, like, I don't really know many metal people in my family, but my... They they were all into, like, rock and roll. It's kind of like a black country thing, like all the, all, all yeah, the people yeah. from Birmingham, because it's where all the fucking bands were from. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, there are professional performers in my family who I don't think have a grasp of music, really, yeah. in the same, like, or have the same relationship with music that I did or once had, mm. of, like, just love for music. And it's really weird how it seems to be small pockets of people. Like, if, you're, if it's in your family, either it's, like, everyone in your family is really into something and you share it, or you're metal and you're the only metal person you know. It's weird. Yeah. I guess I wonder how I wonder how it grows. It's that black sheep theory, I guess, isn't it? Mm. If you're the black sheep of the family, then you like Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> it's just those are the laws of the world. Yeah. <laughs> Certain rules when you grow up. Do you like? Do you feel a little bit different? Yeah. Well, fuck it. Listen to some purple, you know, purple rain. You'll be fine. <laughs> Get some Jimi Hendrix on the go. Then slowly make your way into a little bit more Pantera, and you'll be all right. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Still. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah Olympic athletes, shit tsunamis. Oh, uh, yeah, guy threw his Lords. baby. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, I'd love to throw my middle... I'd love to throw a middle-aged woman like a javelin or a discus. That's what I was, that's what I was saying. Then that's, that's what we led on to. Yeah, but he actually threw a baby. That's pretty, that's pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, went to the police station to lodge a report, ended up throwing his baby at officers <laughs> while trying to flee. <laughs> he went to... <laughs> Oh, complain. Yeah. They didn't like his complaint, so he threw his baby and then legged it. So he went there to <laughs> file like a traffic report over some like violation of some guy that was being a twat behind him or like had an accident with him or something like that. And then they they were like, oh, okay, okay. And they took his ID and it turned out he had like a warrant for his arrest for, for <laughs> oh, something. Oh, shit. Forgot about that. <laughs> and um, the guy was just, the, the, the guy at, um, at the station was just like, discreetly calling backup officers and just like carrying on like yeah oh yeah so this is your family and like yeah yeah i'm sure we'll catch the guy and then the officers come yeah. through the door <laughs> and he just like flees and there's two of them chasing him on foot and he's carrying his baby like just running through the fucking street <laughs> and then he just turns around and, and just hoofs his baby at one of the officers i guess to, get, to stop chasing him and then yeah yeah but like in terms of like are they going to find him? Not only do they have his ID, they also have his, you know, bloodline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've got everyone who's going to inherit shit from you. It's just like it's he went to the station with his wife and family. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it an event. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do some really weird shit. <laughs> I love it if he went there to complain about the driver in front of him throwing stuff out of his window, like like littering. Yeah. And then he throws his baby out the window. Oh, it's, like, it's oh, definitely this guy then. <laughs> <laughs> Two cool. months old she was. Two months. Two months and already got the gift of flight. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen the world. Yeah, that's a, that's a weird origin story. <laughs> yeah.